0: Welcome to Don't Call It A Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. We are back. I have survived the flu. Unfor- well, fortunately, Luke, we're, right. we're
1: glad to have you back. Thank you. I'm really hoping I Thank can you. still get that boombox, though. It'd be pretty dope. You know, <laughs> boomboxes are still a thing now. I didn't know what to say. I lost. I didn't know what to say.
0: I don't, I don't know what that meant.
1: If I'm honest. Well, I made your will last time. You were in a delirium. Oh. When okay. I made your will. I get it
0: now. I get yeah, it But now. you
1: don't have a boom box. I don't know anyone that actually has a boom box.
0: Yeah, that was a weird request for you to make. Yeah, I should have I just don't know said, if anyone followed it. I should have just said PlayStation. That would have been nice. But, but here we are. <laughs> Sounds like uh, a,
1: the will I may have written may not be valid, actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> seeing as I
0: asked for a boom box in it. so <laughs> Yeah. Be that as it may, we are ready to start this episode, and like the previous episodes, we're going to talk about our Aragon movie first. <laughs> and like the last episode, I'm going to
1: set another timer because that worked very well. Okay, <laughs> ten minutes starting now. So
0: okay, go ahead. Yeah. So what we mainly want to do in this episode is nail down the uh, the preview that we were talking about and i know i kind of gave a hint as to what mine would be when we when i first introduced this yes and i don't know if either of us have prepared much for this i think this is going to be more of a brainstorming session as to what we would prefer yeah. do you do you have any thoughts we're going to have to make some creative
1: decisions here i think um so i have some thoughts about more like details of what the trailer is going to look like but we need to decide which direction we're going to go. Okay. Okay. So let's start off with like, go ahead and lay out one more time with like as much details as you thought of what the trailer is going to look like. Like what's the camera going to be looking
0: at? You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the first thing that I thought yeah. of when, when we did this first and that was essentially a monologue Uh huh. of, uh-huh. of, of Aragon right and it's not revealed that it's aragon right? right so i think what i was originally thinking is a pic like or a video of a man walking up like a sand dune or something yeah because i i'm picturing this in the desert Uh huh. and you've got this overlay of this very intense voice oh and let me just say uh aragon when he's walking up the sand dune obviously you don't know who he is but I'm picturing him in very simple garb. Mm -hmm.
1: Does it look like very old and tattered or does it still look nice?
0: Um, I'm picturing it as more of just like a practical thing that, I don't know, a guy that works hard out in the fields wears.
1: I'm imagining it, it looks kind of almost alien in a way because something about living in the desert, almost like, you know, like in Dune, how they have special equipment to like, Survive in the desert. Maybe he is so, like this special garb that it does. It's okay. it just looks different. It just looks kind of weird, you know.
0: Okay, sure, but it, but like the purpose of it is to be practical, right? Right, right, right. Okay, and it's and I, I'm picturing it. I'm picturing it as decent quality, but very simple, right? Yeah, he found an LL L. bean out there in the desert. <laughs> hey, say what you want about all bean, but it's quality stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But anyway, uh, we're accepting sponsorships, LLBean. By the way, <laughs> that was one for free. Uh, so he's walking up, and you've got this voice in the background that's him, but you don't know it's him, and or uh, well, okay, it's implied that it's the guy walking. Yes. You just don't know that it's Aragon. And I was originally thinking he kind of outlined the story to come, uh-huh. as in like. He's saying things like, um, you know, I left my land a thousand years ago. Yeah. And since then it's become this, they've been invaded by this, right whatever, right, right. whatever. But
1: but no, he's not saying I, he's saying we, right? Because you said something last oh, time yeah, that yeah. I loved that he's talking to Sephira the whole time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, that that's, that's the change that I'm thinking about, but I wanted to run by. You. Yes. This is very good. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm changing it. My thoughts on this now. I don't want it to be just a monologue necessarily. Okay, you, we might be on the same page then. I want it to be like this. this is This is how I am picturing this starts off. You've got you've got Aragon kind of like bending over, doing some kind of work. Yeah. Okay. And then he snaps his head up and looks at the camera, and he's like, "Did you hear that? Or did you feel that? Or something like that?" And then he's like, "I think they finally come," but. And then he does he does kind of the thing that I'm talking about, but he does it in conversation form, but you're not hearing the other side of the conversation. Right. Well, no, no, no. And he's looking at you. Like, it
1: seems like he's talking to you about all of this. Yes. Which is so good, Luke. Yes. Um. Okay. And so the things that I... I'm not sure if this would be good to include yet or not. I'm still trying to decide, but perhaps you have like interspersed with the dialogue that's happening it like cuts to maybe safira's perspective but you don't know that it's her perspective and so when you see the like people right because you see people approaching aragon right so, so okay
0: so you're saying you're saying you get like a bird's eye view at that one Safira, point. but you but the but the 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 person seeing this doesn't
1: know this. exactly it's just a bird's eye view And maybe like subtly in the background, you can hear like wind passing over like the wings of Sephira, But you don't know. You just assume it's like the camera and it's like the wind blowing. Right. Um, And like I think it would cut back to Aragon. Like it would cut to that. So it gives you like a perspective of what's going on and then would cut back to Aragon and he would like finish. Right. Because I think the ending of the trailer that you proposed is very
0: good. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're not changing the ending.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The ending is incredible. But I really, okay,
0: so let's just go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna outline the ending, okay. Um, so I think that's a good, like, we get a little Sophia perspective, and then okay, I think when we're getting the Sophia perspective, we get a little part where Aragon's like, Do you see them or something like that? You know, yeah, no, 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 exactly. And it's but, but okay, and then finally, it at the end of it, Aragon crests this hill, and you've got this, the camera's behind him, right and we okay so we could throw in a line to sephira i'm not sure yet but the line that i know has to be in there is when he brings out he he brings out this sword yep. right to his side and just kind of i think he whispers he whispers brisinger and it lights up and then the camera goes dark
1: yeah no 100 percent, that's exactly what happens um i'm trying to think if we give i don't think we give safira any lines
0: well okay i'm not saying give us Safira lines i'm saying s- does aragon say something along the lines of like will you fight with me or something like that Just, but but i'm not i'm not sold on that I so don't like feel that. free to be told.
1: i don't like that okay. because aragon and safira would be 100 on the same page like i don't think right. that there would be any question i don't think he would have to ask You know what I mean? It would just be like, they're
0: almost the same being at this point. Right. And I do think, I think we need... Okay, so he does the Brisinger thing. The sword lights up. It cuts to black. And I think we need some kind of acknowledgement of Sephira. As in, my thoughts are wing beats or dragon roar. So I was thinking about this more. And the dragon roar...
1: Reminds me too much of like the ending of Jurassic Park. Like it feels too Jurassic Parky. So I like wing beats a lot more. That's fair. Uh, And maybe like there's like fire breathing or something that brings up the title.
0: You know what I mean? Like the title is
1: illuminated by fire, like breathing of fire Mm -hmm. because all, I think the thing that makes it so good is it's all super subtle. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, and so if there's a big dragon roar at the end, I mean, it would mirror my enthusiasm for it, but, like, if it was, like, subtle at the
0: end. The, 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 I think the wing beats are perfect for subtlety. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then if you know what it is, you're, like, so hype, right? If you right, know what hype. it is, you're just, like, you're dead at that point <laughs> because of how excited you are.
0: Right. Um, And I want the the viewer <coughs> i want the viewer with this part about him talking to safir but not getting an answer back i want the viewer to think that this is a movie about a crazy person mm-hmm. and then and then when they figured out that it's aragon they're like what was that thing about him talking to the kid?" and then they're like <laughs> oh shit he's talking to
1: Saphir. yes it's got kind of like a mad max vibe to it at first where you're like oh all right but then like the pieces all put, come together at the end and it's like this is gonna be dope okay um i'm trying to think if there are any other things that we throw in that are like nods that like clues essentially that you could figure out about aragon and what identifies him like the sword is very good is there something else that like
0: identifies him uh if we if we show like a little clip like a close-up of his palm uh which palm is that his left or his right palm
1: I don't. I think it's number. his right, but I could be wrong. Well, because we could. I mean, that could show up when he's like reaching for his sword, or it could be at the very beginning, right? Because you would just assume it's a birthmark, and so it mm-hmm. could be at the very, very beginning when he's like working and whatever he's doing, and you see, oh, okay, that's oh, damn. time. Damn. Damn. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Well, uh, so next episode we'll have the audio for this, I think, right? We'll,
0: we'll 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 try to have the audio. okay yeah
1: we'll try our we'll try our i'm harvest. not i'm
0: not promising the audio right now that's probably fair i really
1: want the audio all right um we promised it would be 10 minutes we might have something special next episode so stay tuned <laughs> right but damn um, aren't you
0: hyped for this trailer Ugh, this movie's gonna be tight yeah it is we're, we're we didn't even talk about we didn't even talk about casting yet that uh, damn it! Why did we set a timer? Fuck. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> we should leave that to the professionals, Luke. We need to talk about a Clash of Kings. Yes, we need to talk. We need to do our third episode on Clash of Kings. Um, let me. Should I? I'm gonna try to find chapter numbers. This is gonna take a while. Uh, so th- feel free to jump into something.
1: Yeah, so we're about 75% of the way through. We are about to start a Sansa chapter. We've just finished... Oh, Luke's already
0: got it. We've just finished chapter 51. There you go. According according to my e-reader. And mine says 75%, so... Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so we're at a Sansa chapter. So don't read... Well, we're not going to talk about past that. No. Um,
1: first off the bat, so... Jojen is just emo
0: Peter Pan, right? Um, I haven't, I haven't done much Peter Pan research in the past few years. Uh huh. So, I, I know he doesn't like Captain Hook, and he lives, and he's a boy that lives forever.
1: Right, but he also is just dressed in green. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Or I mean, if. He's also an emo link from The Legend of Zelda if that suits your fancy as well. This
0: is actually what I was picturing,
1: yes, um, but he's just like a big bummer all the time he that's true.
0: He is a bummer. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, I don't care if it's true. Get out of here, yeah, also like who what what's his sister says it basically where when they're talking about how the dream the dreams always come true, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, what's the friggin point?" she's like you, you you should be able to change it." and he's like, "No,
1: you can't change it. <laughs> like, Don't friggin tell me, man. It's like, then it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> please leave. Yeah, it's not helpful. It's like cool trick, you seem really dope, kid, but uh this especially sucks. because
0: it's very hard like you understand his dreams after they come true, right, right." It's like it's like all the bullshit prophecies that they do in
1: like Greek plays where they like tell the hero something and he's like, oh, that'll never come true. And then at the end, he's like, it all came true. And you're like, yeah, it was gonna no matter what happened. Why are you surprised by this? It keeps happening.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he I don't know. Maybe I'm picturing him. So, okay. so what's happened recently has been. They have escaped from Winterfell. And so, I don't know. I'm picturing them being almost like the teacher for Bran or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I'm hoping he becomes less depressing. And more helpful. He hasn't really been helpful at all. He's just been ominous, I guess. Ominous. He seems wise, I think. I don't know. Maybe. I guess that might come in handy. <laughs> um but so i just wanted to acknowledge a lot happens in this section yeah this is a lot of big things going this is on. chock full yeah so we've got i think i think the next chapter after we stopped last episode is when renly gets killed yes Ooh. renly gets killed by like a shadow warrior who is stannis it seems like probably I but like that gets birthed out of the red lady
1: in some weird way
0: yeah and and another like oh so a lot of things happen in this section but also a lot of magic things happened in this oh section yeah we're getting a lot for of like magic. the first
1: time ever yeah yeah oh actually this is the most magic heavy section we have read in any of the like we read a game of thrones and this one and they're looking for like the wildlings it's They like tortured one of them, and they said they're looking for some magic item in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they don't know what he's looking for. Something magic Um, is what they said, though. Um, mm -hmm. and Daenerys went into the like magic house of the Undying, and uh, what what was the other thing that we just talked about? It.
0: The the well, okay, the Red Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Burst her murderous shadows. Um, and the assassin guy that Arya was
1: talking to. Oh, yeah. He yeah, that seems too, to have
0: some too. kind of like magic powers as well. Yeah. And so I think before this section, we've gotten almost no magic, which it is attributed to the dragons returning. That's so true. Yeah.
1: At least the alchemists, which weird thing to ask Tyrion. Like Tyrion comes in and I think they just asked him straight up like, have you heard of any dragons because our spells are (laughs) more powerful and Tyrion's like no I haven't heard of any dragons what are you talking about
0: yeah yeah that was I don't know I maybe it was worth a shot (laughs) but (laughs) that 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 was kind of funny because the I think before this section the pyromancers are kind of looked on as a joke I would well okay so they, they can create this wildfire right yeah but I, well, I think we always get them from Tyrion pers- Tyrion's perspective and he looks on a lot of people as kind of a joke so maybe that's why yeah but then when it was like yeah we've gotten way better at it because like there's a lot of magic it's like oh this wildfire shit must be legit
1: <laughs> I mean maybe or I would just be like yeah they have some other reason why there's more of it and they're just bullshitting that it's magic <laughs> they just got lucky yeah maybe they found another bunch of it I don't know it's just like, if this is the first I was hearing of magic, I'd be like, no. Or I'd assume that they were just, yeah, they called it magic, but it was just like, yeah, they found a, a better procedure for doing it. Yeah. They started using lab notebooks and it was like, oh, this is incredible. <laughs> we can measure things? Oh. Somebody put on a pair of goggles
0: and they were like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. So let's see. We, okay. So we've briefly talked about all the magic things the other things that happened in this section are obviously winterfell gets taken over
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Mm, 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 mm. so sad um let's see i should have i should have planned out an outline i need to stop doing this i'm
1: trying to think what else really happened oh the watch the night's watch is going to investigate mance raider which we kind of alluded to And Mm -hmm. John
0: took off with the dopest black brother that we have heard about yet. Half. Yeah. Okay. So I had this note that just says, damn, Corn Halfhand is a badass. He
1: is freaking awesome. He might be my favorite
0: character so far. He's the most like legitimately badass character. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'd agree with you there.
0: Because I think most of the characters when we've seen aspects of that have been kind of clearly showboaty whereas this dude is just like, like he's just like yeah i mean let's just fight him because like i mean we'll die but it'll help a little bit I'm like damn corin
1: <laughs> corin will you be my dad please
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah he's so good um i don't oh yeah and we also talked about a little bit about Daenerys and her big disappointment with getting a ship and taking over westeros which actually brings me to something that i want to talk about so Daenerys is talking to jorah to figure out what their next move is going to be and he says that they can't go to westeros because they won't look kindly on a targaryen i think is something or something along the lines she's like oh we should just go to westeros and take it over they'll like rally around me And Jorah's like, no, they really won't. Because, like, uh, we kind of (laughs) did... It wasn't too great the last time. Uh, Jorah's forgetting about three super important things that have just happened, though. And those three things are three dragons being born.
0: Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm now picturing if I'm... Well, okay, you have to wonder... When she, if she theoretically were to go over to Westeros. Yeah. Like, who, who is she trying to win over? I, I assume just the, the, like, the lords, basically. Because those are the only people that matter.
1: Yeah, I mean, the peasants matter
0: a little bit, right? But, yeah, mostly the lords. She's tr- it's like a political victory she has to win. Right. And I'm picturing, if I'm either a peasant or a lord... And this person comes over and, like, lands, and maybe she doesn't have that many people, but she has, like, some. Mm -hmm. I don't know. A thousand. That's nothing. Right. But I'm like, but she has three dragons. (laughs) I'm jumping on board.
1: Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm on team dragon until I die.
0: There's no way. No way I would be anti-dragon under any circumstance. There's no... (laughs) There is literally
1: nothing that any of the other lords have on Westeros that we've seen that would convince me I should not side with the dragons.
0: Right. If you if you were to come in and be like, hey man, there's this woman that's trying to take over the world and she has three dragons to do it with her. We need to go fight and kill the dragons. I'd be... No... <laughs> No, I no. Are you kidding? E- me? Even if you, even if you were like, hey, I okay, dragons sound cool, but they're gonna kill everybody because they're dragons. I'd be like, I don't freaking care, man. They're dragons. I'm not killing a dragon. There's no way I'm killing a dragon. Are you kidding me? Also,
1: they're magical, wondrous creatures who haven't existed in the world for like a hundred and fifty years, and they're back, and you want me to go murder them? No, you monster. <laughs> Who's really the monster here?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Think of all the conservationists in Westeros that it would just be like, as soon as they know the dragons are back, set up a dragon reserve, you know, a little dragon habitat, a breeding program,
0: get get that oh, started. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like You know, the masters are going to, the maesters, mm-hmm. I guess, are going to be all on board. Right. Well, we just have to hope that one
1: of the dragons is a female dragon. Uh, yeah. I don't... I I don't think Daenerys would would know, but I don't know. Cause I I don't I don't know. I I don't really. How do you think you can tell? I don't really want to think about dragon genitals too much, cause I don't. That's fair. I don't even. But
0: maybe they're all girls. I feel okay. So I think probably if we were to do a close read, she would probably refer to them as different genders, but I don't know how she knows. Yeah. She, maybe it's just a feeling. You know, like she's their mother, so she knows.
1: Right, which that's fair, I guess. I'll you know, I'll give that one up to the mother of dragons just knowing her children's gender. Sure, why not?
0: But also it's twenty nineteen, Dan. They could be any <laughs> <laughs> I thought we left that in twenty eighteen, Luke.
1: <laughs> we need to leave that okay, behind. No. Not the, okay. the the it's twenty eighteen thing, not
0: the not the other thing. Right, not not the equality thing. Yeah, that's so Let's keep the equality thing, but leave the the phrase "It's 2018" and "2018." <laughs> the trite okay. phrase,
1: yeah, we'll leave that behind. When did we transition from dragons being deadly, scary, killing machines to the dopest shit in just in human history? Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. What do you the mean? The bad guys in all the stories of like knights were dragons that had taken a horde of jewels. In The Hobbit, the bad thing is a dragon that's taken over a horde of jewels. Right. So, so
0: you're saying, why, when did we transition from the dragons being the bad guys to like us always wanting dragons? Right. To the dragons being the dopest shit. That's a good question. So personally, I've always been pro dragon, but I'm assuming the transition happened before our generation. I think yeah, I think that's the case. That would be like asking some fan of that would be like
1: asking somebody in our generation if they thought vampires were hot. And it's like, well, yeah, they all read Twilight, so vampires are hot now. But before Twilight, vampires were like kind of bad. Like, yeah, like they were still hot. Don't get me wrong, but they were kind of evil. Whereas now it's like, ooh, they're
0: maybe they're good. <laughs> Great analogy. So, I think that's I think that's very fitting. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I'm all I've, I'm always pro dragon and I don't I can't remember the last time I read a book where a dragon was the bad guy. Was like the legitimate bad guy that I couldn't sympathize with, right? Yeah, because
1: even like Smog from The Hobbit wasn't really like a bad guy. Smog was just, I don't know, like a dragon. Like it was just doing its thing. Yeah, sure, it like killed a bunch of dwarves and shit, but I don't know.
0: Like it's
1: a dragon.
0: It's a dragon, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay let's let's go back a little bit. I'm gonna go back to early in this section when we it's a John chapter mm-hmm. and they're at the fist of the first men and ghost like takes him on this tour and he finds a little cloak with the dragon glass like blades in it yeah he pick he okay so he digs it out and it's like it's like this bundle he doesn't know what's in it it's a bundle wrapped up in like a rope. This is going to be really insignificant, but am I the only one like personally offended by the fact that John just like takes out his knife and just cuts the rope? <laughs> no, you're so right, dude. Like, untie it, dude. <laughs> just untie it, look in there, and then put and it is way easier to carry. Now you've cut it and like well, I mean ruined everything. You have, but I mean, Luke, you haven't really, cause you just tie a knot in it, and it. That's I actually I so I thought that he cuts the whole bundle up, like and tears it open. Like I'm picturing I'm picturing Christmas morning, John gets a present, and just like, savages that that wrapping paper, and the mom is like, "Come on, man, we could have used that next year." <laughs>
1: You know, what's funny is I actually had a problem with this scene too, but it was for a completely different reason, but it was as equally as petty. When he opened it up, it's described that the dragonglass like falls on the ground.
0: And I was like, John, what are you doing? Just look. Right. He, right. He like picks it up and like shakes it out on the ground. (laughs) Yes. yes.
1: I read that and I was like, oh, John, stop. What are you doing? Are you a,
0: no. That's psycho.
1: This is such a... That could be a priceless family heirloom. Like a porcelain doll that just shatters on the ground.
0: Right. And, and, I mean, more than that, just, like, why? You're just creating more problems for yourself. Right. You you know. If you find a, like, hidden catch of something, you don't know what it is, you know when you look in there, you're not just going to leave it. Right. Right? You know you're cleaning up whatever mess you made.
1: (laughs) So... (laughs) the george left out the scene where john was like digging through the dirt trying to pick up each and every one of these bits of dragon right. glass that he dumped out of this sack like a freaking maniac
0: <laughs> he took like two hours like did i get them all he's like shit i thought they were 30 i've only got 27 i just uh i got i got pissed off at dan or at john for that you know Luke, I'm glad
1: you brought that up because I, I had thought it was just a small thing and I was like, whatever, it's not that big a deal.
0: But it that that no. was awful. No, I think that I think that reveals a lot about John's character. Careless. He's and, careless. And I've gone Yeah, exactly. He's careless. Next thing he does, lets his prisoner go. I could have seen it coming because he ripped open the freaking bag of <laughs> swordheads. Like, yeah, of course that's something John would do. Classic John. <laughs> ruining
1: everything um okay how is no one
0: watching the smuggler cave oh yes this is i didn't write this down but this is so in point
1: i they they do literally the exact same thing they did once before like, except and the whole time davos is like except this time i'm not bringing onions i'm bringing murder <laughs> and it's like yeah but I assume last time they told somebody about the smuggler cave. It's like a legend that you
0: found a smuggler cave in the basement of this. Right, right. Keep. This guy is well known. He's very famous because this very important battle happened, and he did this thing. Sir Davos smuggles in like onions to Stannis. Now these guys are holding this castle against Stannis and Davos. And they don't have one guy watching the smuggler's cave? First of all, why why do you have a smuggler's cave? (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: it came in handy that one time, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was some forward thinking. (laughs) But that's beside the point. They can't do anything about it now. Yeah, you could just... Just one guy. You just need one. It could be a kid. You could put a little kid down there. And just have him yell up, like, hey, there's a big troop transport.
0: <laughs> and then, boom, problem solved. So, I guess just, um, what's it? I think Sir Courtney is just not, he's not that well thought out. But I will say, he wrecks Stannis' squad in some verbal jousting.
1: Oh, that is Savage.
0: Yeah, there's just that, that little meeting that they do where they're like, hey, man, can you give us the castle? And he just, like, personally insults every single one of them in, like, a very cool way. <laughs> and then calls out for single combat. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's fight to the death. Yeah, and then he, like, slaps Stannis yes! with a glove. Yes, it's Like, damn, Sir Courtenay, get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think Sir Courtenay and Corin half hand or i don't know i don't okay so i don't think they're similar but those were two characters in this section that i was like damn <laughs> do we award them the like the badass trophy i think we could, I think so
1: i think we could split the badass trophy this this sec this episode between them you know how we every episode sure. we we assign a badass trophy to somebody right every yeah every single episode yeah <clears throat> um so I think this time we have to split it. But I I am totally on board with that. Um who do you think
0: is more unlucky? Arya or Sansa? I'm going to say I'm going to say Arya here. Okay. I don't know, so I don't know if you I'm not necessarily thinking unlucky. I'm more just thinking who's had a worse time of it. No, no, no okay, so this is important.
1: Who is more unlucky? That means like things that are mostly out of their control keep happening to them that are bad. Mm. Cause like some characters make really bad choices and just get demolished for it. And that's like, yeah, you kind of right. brought that upon yourself, Ned.
0: <laughs> Not to name names. Um, I get, I mean, I guess there's an argument for Sansa. Right. So the things I'm, the things I'm thinking of for Sansa are
1: okay. Very early on. She gets her wolf murdered. Just Oh, that was very unlucky. That's pretty unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> then she gets betrothed to the dude who kills her dad. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mm-hmm. He's also an abuser in every way. <laughs> every way you yeah, can think of, he is way. an abuser. <laughs> um, and she is held hostage. Her only hope is a drunken fool to help her escape. Otherwise, nobody's coming for her. And she's gonna just get married off to somebody to make an alliance that she doesn't want to do.
0: Yeah, I guess the argument is just that she has she's like never made a decision because she has no she has no autonomy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she has zero agency in this one. Yeah, and since bad things keep happening to her and she has no agency, it's just like yeah, it kind of freaking sucks, Sansa, right? But then let's talk about Arya. Okay. The the reason I bring up Arya.
1: She so she gets in a pretty bad situation at Harrenhal where it just sounds really awful. And she sees a bunch of just dark shit like Sansa doesn't see a lot of it yet. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but Arya is just like seeing people be murdered in front of her eyes like.
0: Right. Like I think that the dark aspect of this book I think this book almost just uses Arya chapters to be like, yeah, this is a freaking shitty place.
1: <laughs> right. And so Arya sees all that stuff, and that's mostly not her fault either. But the thing that stands out to me that we read was so Arya murders two people from what's that guy's name? Jaquen? Jo- Jaquiel? Uh, Jaquen Hagar? Jaquen like Hagar. That. She gets him to murder two people. And then she's like, I should really use this last one as something good. I should. This is my last one. I got to make it good. And she has this really dope interaction with him where she convinces him to help her. But as soon as she does it, they're like, oh, are you from that person that was going to rescue us down here? And she was like, what? (laughs) And so essentially she wasted her last kill. She wasted it because that was going to happen anyway. And so she had this opportunity. She could have killed anyone. And even they even brought up the people that I was like, oh, these would be great names to name. Lord
0: Tywin Lannister, yeah. Joffrey, great people to have this guy murder. And he
1: says he can do yeah. it too.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, she, she specifically asked him, she's like, could I name Joffrey or, yeah. or Tywin or something? And he's like, yeah, I mean, it might take a while, but yeah. Right. And she's like,
1: okay, so this is important. I need to make this count. I'll get these knights to take over... Hall, so I can get home. That, there we go, perfect. And what she was gonna do, they were gonna do anyway. Right? Yeah, because
0: there's there's that part where the prisoners are like, "Are you from?" I think it's Vargo. Vargo, yeah. Vargo, and she's like, "No." They're like, "Oh, he was gonna rescue us anyway." So friggin' chill, weasel. Uh. Sick soup trick, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. I. It's so frustrating that she chose, like, those first two people.
1: Yeah, I don't really, like, fault her that, though, because she's 10. And and honestly, I was like, yeah, I get it, dude. I I would have probably done way worse if I was 10. And so the, like, trick that she does at the end, I'm like, that is what
0: I'm impressed by. And it's like, okay, for a 10-year-old, that was really good. That was sly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to her. I want, I do this a lot. But I want to talk about Catelyn for a second. Okay. And I don't think this is an unpopular... Like, I think this is a very popular opinion that people probably talk about a lot. Uh-huh. But, and I talk about a lot, but Catelyn sucks, dude. <laughs> All right. What's What specifically... Because
1: we have talked about... We've thrown a lot of shade at Catelyn.
0: Yeah, okay. I've got, I've got a very specific one. Okay. She talks about, I, I so I forget exactly the context of this, but she's talking to um, Brienne of Tarth. And she's talking about like how bad or how difficult raising a kid is. And Brienne is talking about some, some people that maybe raised her or something. I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Catelyn is like, yeah, those, those aren't ladies. Like, your father just, like, sleeps with whoever he wants and then, like, gets rid of them and then gets the nannies to take care of him. He's like She's like, those aren't ladies. They haven't lived through it. It's like, fuck you, Catelyn. Yeah. Like, what is this, our gatekeeping yeah. or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Catelyn... Catelyn also really
1: looks down on Brienne of Tarth so much, and it's so... It just makes her sound so pretentious she's like oh there's nothing worse than an ugly woman what's what's more sad than an ugly woman like this ugly
0: ugly woman who i have to deal with and it's like Catelyn, chill yeah so i thought of an instagram post that Catelyn might make okay as you're the you're really big on instagram actually luke so this yeah. right yeah, yeah i'm very familiar you got a lot with, of followers yeah, with the concept of instagram um, so this is what I picture a typical Catlin Instagram post would be. Okay. It would be her taking a selfie at a, at a like children's playground. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. Where she's, where she's like trying to, t- she's taking a picture of herself at the, at this children's playground. And you can see in the background, her children like dangling 10 feet off the air off of like a swing set or something and they're about to die. And then the caption is something along the lines of hashtag up before you, hashtag hardest job in the world. That's a, that's a typical Catlin Instagram post. Holy shit, that's so good. And you've got like Rickon in a swing. Yeah,
1: Rickon's in a swing and Brand's like pushing it and Rickon is like flying out of the swing behind her in the background. Yeah, This is that's yeah. incredible. or like
0: like ricken is falling off of off of a 10 foot i don't know something and bran is like feeding a rabid uh like a rabid uh raccoon or something like that
1: well switch names so you'd have ricken feeding a rabid raccoon right yeah. yeah good point good point oh that's a that's an excellent point speaking of house tully could they pick a worse animal
0: to represent them like like the fish you mean Yeah, they picked a trout. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what they're going for. Okay. Like, I I would picture when you choose an animal for your standard, you want to go with something intimidating, and a trout definitely is not that.
1: No, Luke. It's also so easy to get dunked on by another lord if your animal is a trout. Okay, picture this. You've just suffered some kind of a defeat and you have to go make peace with another Lord who is going to take a bunch of your land. He sits you down and you have a feast. And what's the main course of the fucking feast, Luke?
0: I see what you're going with
1: this. Just a bunch of steamed trout. And he just, he just eyes you down the whole time. And he's like, now I'll be taking
0: river run. (laughs) Like that's fair. So, okay, here's my argument against that. I think that that's very easy to do, but I don't think it sends quite as good of a message. Like, example. Okay. Lannisters. Lions, right? Yeah. If they go to some dude's feast and the main course is a lion, that's that's a huge message, right? Like, I would feel intimidated by that. But if I'm a Tully and someone's like, you go to a feast and someone serves fish, you're like, fucking ha ha, dude.
1: (laughs) But but that's my point, is like, it's not a big deal to serve up fish at a feast. It's just like a thing people do. And so it wouldn't even be like a huge gesture for them to do it. It would just be like, hey, this is your house symbol and you're eating it. (laughs) okay yeah i see your point the other like here is i'm gonna give him a little tip here is dan's tip on picking an animal to represent your house the first question you ask so let's say you have one in mind okay the first question you need to ask is it a prey animal is this animal eaten by other things if yes does it have a cool defense mechanism
0: Ooh, if okay, good point, if good
1: also point. yes, you're golden. Keep it. It's dope. If no, what eats that animal? Pick that thing. There you go. Problem solved. The The Tully's could be like the ospreys. This is a, a hawk Ooh, okay. yeah. that
0: eats trout, that like fishes it out of the river and eats it. They could be- Because presumably there would be a lot of- like Just because they're in their river run and there's a lot of rivers doesn't mean you have to pick a fish right right like there's a lot of cool animals that participate in river activities yeah Luke. a lot of them they could you give me give me an otter I oh love my otter. gosh they
1: could be the freaking otters this is this is so easy like they should have figured this out centuries right ago. this is
0: like day one stuff
1: yeah i'm gonna offer that you know what i'm gonna relinquish our copyright on this house tully become the otters we give this to you this is our gift to you house tully i just
0: luke i have a theory okay here we go i i'm always like i feel like you save these theories for the end of the episode because i always expect us to finish an episode and then you announce a theory and i get i get excited i'm like here's another here's another 20 minutes for the listeners Luke,
1: spoilers this episode is going to be very long because i still have a lot i really want to talk about (laughs)
0: Great, great.
1: So we talked a little bit about my theory about the Starks and the Black Brothers be- being allied, and that was why Joran didn't open the gates as he was carrying a message from Ned Stark up to the wall.
0: Mm-hmm. This conspiracy goes deeper, Luke. Oh, boy. See, keep in mind, you did not convince me the first time. I, know. I was not quite on board. Here we go, Luke. The...
1: Starks and the Black Brothers are working towards a great northern alliance that includes the Wildlings. This is why. So Ned and Lord Commander Mormont, I'm going to say already had this plan in its rough stages. And Ned was sending the final orders to Lord Mormont from his jail cell with Yorin. So that was a final order. That was not a... Agreement or anything. It was just like uh, these are the details. Like I'm gonna die, so here's what you should do in the future. So now, like like the master plan kind of exactly. And so now Lord Mormont doesn't have that, but he sees that the realm is starting to fall apart, and so he's like, we gotta get this locked down stat. So he takes all the Black Brothers into the woods to go find Mance Rayder, the king of the wildlings. He only takes like 300 dudes, right? That he knows that is not nearly enough people to do anything. But he goes out to find Mance Raider. I mean, Tyrion says it himself in this chapter, or in this section, that one man on a wall is worth ten on the ground. They left the like most massive wall in Westeros to go find wildlings in the north. That does not make sense, Luke. It does not make sense unless they need to treat with Mance Raider before he comes down from the north they need to give him a proposal before he comes for combat and so Lord Commander Mormont waits at the fist until Halfhand shows up he tells Halfhand that he is Halfhand is the diplomat and he sends Halfhand with a group of other black brothers to go treat with Mance Raider and carry the message of this Potential alliance to Mance Raider. Otherwise, they sent five people. Yeah, okay, they're going to go scout where, what they're doing or where
0: they Why does it matter? They don't. That's not what they're doing, Luke. Right, because you know what they're like. What are you even scouting? Because it's like, yeah, they're making a bunch of people and they're going to come down south.
1: Right. That's obvious from there, all the. I, fi- I figured it we, out. We all figured it out, Luke. That's obvious from all the villages being empty. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to make contact with mance raider because they have a proposal for him and so lord mormont he sends Koran Halfhand actually in the direction that he's pretty sure mance raider is right he's like we're, we're, we're pretty sure he's here and then he sends like other parties out and about to investigate but he has like a one-on-one meeting with Coran half hand giving him the plan right because we
0: we heard parts of that meeting but not very much of it <laughs>
1: in that meeting also half hand talks about how the starks are like reliable and he's talking like they talk a lot about how the starks are friends of the watch they don't talk about any other house as being friends
0: of the watch right okay you're reeling me in so that's all i have for now okay we're gonna i mean i think i think that's all you can have for now
1: yeah um we'll see as time goes on
0: if this develops at all okay this, I will tell you, this is a theory in its like raw form, right? Oh, for sure. And I'm much more on board with it than the last one, because I think you raised a lot of questions with the last one mm-hmm. that needed answering. I think so I think this theory has promise. I think there is still some some holes in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i I can definitely see it being a thing. like I can see. I can see Ned Stark and, like, sending Yorin with this final plan. I I just, I can see a lot of it happening. Right, right, especially because the Night's Watch,
1: and I think Ned Stark and the Starks know about these others that we've seen a couple times. I think they know that there's something worse than wildlings in the woods, and they know that the only hope that they have of dealing with it is to form an alliance because nobody in the south is going to give a shit until they're coming down moat caitlin right okay yeah we can we can monitor that so we're going to keep an eye on it how how awful would it be to be a lannister guardsman how awful would it be to be one of tywin lannister's guardsmen like mm, i don't know 15 years before the events of this story when Tyrion was about, mm, let's say thirteen.
0: Are you saying when, like, when Tyr- the the Tyrion getting married story? God, that sucks so hard. Yeah. Just picture for picture
1: for one second what that scene is. Tywin assembles you as a guardsman into his chamber. <laughs> you and like fifty of your other fellow guards. You're like, oh, something's about to go down. Right. Tywin calls in. Tyrion Lannister and a woman and Tywin says this woman's a prostitute all of you guardsmen have sex with her and you look at Tywin you're like what like right now and he's like (laughs) yes line up and you're like uh I'm like dressed like I'm in full combat gear Right. right now and then he just whatever I'm paying you like do it and you and 50 other guardsmen line up in front of Tyrone Lannister
0: and have sex yeah, with what this if, girl. Like, okay. So, okay. So, I will say it seems like in this story, this kind of thing isn't that uncommon. No, not, okay. Like, as in, so, okay. I don't know if this is a, like, I don't know if this is r- rape like I don't know if they're raping her or not. It's maybe. it's
1: kind of hard to tell because it's hard to tell if she's like fine with accepting payment for it and she's like right. totally cool with it or if it it's like they're mocking her by giving her yeah.
0: I mean, I okay, I'm going to lean towards the rape side of it. Yeah, I I think probably. But so okay, my point is that the guardsmen don't in this don't seem to have great morals. Right? But I'm going to say, out of 50 guardsmen, right, a large portion of them, like a pretty significant mark, like amount of them, are probably going to be like, I don't want any part of this. This does not sound like my cup of tea. Yeah, Luke. A lot of them are probably married. Or just not shitty people. There's, There's got to be yeah. a few that are
1: just like, this is so bad. No, 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 no. Right, right. And, I mean, it sounds like there's a, a good amount of coercion um, among the guards to do shit like this. Like, if you're in a situation like this, you're probably going to feel some compulsion to do it. Because if you don't, there will be consequences. Are, are, you, are you talking, like, peer
0: pressure? or I'm, I'm talking partly like,
1: peer pressure, but also, like, Tywin Lannister pressure. Where oh, like, right, right. Okay. You, yeah, it could end badly for you if you don't do this. Like, that's not even the worst part. The worst part is after everyone's done and you're like, okay, I'm glad that shit is over. Tywin's like, your turn, Tyrion. And Tywin just like stares Tyrion in the face as he does it with this woman that you've had all your guardsmen basically rape. And you're just staring at him. He's doing it right in front of you. And as a guardsman standing there, is just like, what the fuck is happening with this family? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about this from the guardsman perspective, but I think I think it's important to think about it from the guardsman perspective. Yeah, because that's that's wild. Like I think a lot God. Like I was about to say I think a lot of the families are weird, but it's mostly the Lannisters. Right,
1: like as a guardsman if you later heard that it was thought in the realm that Jamie and Cersei were doing it,
0: you'd be like, Yeah, that that kinda makes sense actually. It's not that surprising. <laughs> like, yeah, let me tell you about this one time. <laughs> like, I think everyone has or if you if you if you've worked in a lot of different places Are you saying these guards everyone... are like temps, so they just move around? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to relate this to uh, a regular person's experience and it's gonna be tough, but i'm that's that's why i do this for a living dan
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes we do this for a living
0: yeah uh so if i'm sure there's most people that have worked a lot of places have some place that they've worked or like so so for example i work at a company that has a lot of um like a lot of place a lot of locations Mm -hmm. right yeah mcdonald's does have a lot of locations around the country (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's (laughs) several. (laughs) At least two. And um, (laughs) you always hear about, like, this location kind of (laughs) sucks. I wonder if there's just, like, guardsmen that are like, yeah, man, I went to work with the Lannisters for a couple years, and it was wild. Like, I'm not, I wasn't bored at work, but I don't think
1: I would go back. It takes a certain kind of person to work there. You know what I mean? Do you kind of get what I mean? <laughs> it takes a certain kind of... It just wasn't for me. It's like
0: it's like some people can thrive there, just not me. <laughs> they pay really well. Don't get me wrong. They pay so well. They pay great, pretty good benefits. Get good bennies. We get great bennies, but... But sometimes it's just a hostile work environment. <laughs> they have this... So in your job description... There's a line, it describes your job, and then at the bottom it says, or other duties as assigned, and they take advantage of that. Yeah, they also have no HR department, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. it's pre- it's, I, I was going to say, I was about to do a little, a little both sides-ism kind of thing, but I'm not doing no. it, I, first of all, yeah, it's just the Lannisters. It's so bad. Luke, I've
1: got a new segment I'd like to introduce. Ooh. This segment is called Diplomat Dan. I'm here to solve your problems. Okay. All right, so I'm about to just, like, end the conflict in this book. (laughs) Okay? Because it's so frustrating, and we just need to fix it. And I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Okay. So, right now, in Westeros, the conflict is is between... The Lannisters, the Starks, and their like allies. The Baratheons and the Greyjoys. Okay, those are the four conflicting kind of parties. Okay, you pretend to be Stannis Baratheon for a minute.
0: Okay, <clears throat> it's
1: right up my alley. Okay, Robs, you get a messenger from Re- Rob Stark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This messenger says, "Hey, Stannis." Um, I know you want to be king and you're really like set on that. That's cool. That's, you know what? I didn't, I don't want to be king of most of the place anyway. That's fine. You be king. Just call me like, I don't know, czar of the north or something like that. You don't have to call me a king. I'll even like, I'll tell you what, I'll even like bow to you. Sure. I'll do that once. Then you just never come to the north ever. Just don't come up here. Let us do our own thing i won't call myself a king that's fine um what i will want though is some some justice for my dad because that's why i'm fighting in the first place is the lannisters murdered my dad and have my have my sister so if you can get if you can kill the people that murdered my dad then i won't like mess with you at all i'll like recognize you as king totally cool um also, if you could just give me the Iron Islands, I'd like that as a as a thing. Maybe as a good trade, you know, you could give me the Iron Islands because, you know, they're, they're kind of being assholes right now. Uh, otherwise, if not, that's fine. You know, that's fine. This is a little negotiating that we do, right? We figure out okay, how we're sure, going to. Sure. Uh, I would like some restitution from the Lannisters, though, after this is all over for... Oh, okay. From the Lannisters. Yeah, Not yeah, from- yeah. Oh, I have no problem with you, okay, Stannis. Just, I think we should make the Lannisters pay Winterfell for the injustice that my house has suffered. They, they seem to have a lot of money. Uh,
0: that's fine. Are we cool? Are we? Are we good? I mean, honestly, all I really care about is people saying, people validating the fact that I got screwed over by my brother. So if you could just. If you could maybe just send out a letter to to somebody or to 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 most people, uh-huh. send out a letter to most people and be like Stannis was really helpful in the in the war to get to 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 defeat the uh the Targaryen. Stannis was really helpful, one of the top generals. Couldn't have done it without him. No. And um yeah, just send out that letter and send out a send may, may, maybe in that letter also include that um i it's it's mine by right and and i'm good and that's all i really want okay that 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 the, the throne is mine by right yeah i mean i i since i'm since i'm the older brother
1: yeah i think i don't think that there's any disagreement about that on our end we're totally chill we'll, we got you dude for sure go for it we'll do that for you so we're good yeah, All right, I think so. They spit on their hands, shake on it. We have an alliance now. Hold on though, because I'm gonna end this without bloodshed. Well, with minimal bloodshed. They're not gonna. Okay. They're not gonna take on the Lannisters as an alliance. We're gonna end the fighting right now. Stannis okay. and Rob send emissaries to Lord Tywin Lannister. <clears throat> hey, uh, what's up? So we're. Uh, Kind of at war right now, and we figured we'd come, make an offer, Tywin. Okay. Um, so your kids have been doing each other. Sure. And everybody's pretty sure that's what they're doing. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I I would I'd believe it. Right. Um. So I'll tell you what. We we know that you know House Lannister is very important to you, right? This is a point of pride, and you really are looking for the like the for the glory of your house you're looking to encourage the glory of your house so um we'll stop all the fighting and we will offer for you we'll offer for Tyrion to marry into the baratheon line mm. so um my th- i free i keep in my keep in mind I fucking hate Tyrion. Well, hold on. Hold on. So, so <laughs> fine. You don't want Tyrion to marry into the line. Uh, you seem to be single. So, obviously, you're not going to marry Stannis' daughter. She's much too young for you. But we can find you someone suitable within the line of inheritance that you could marry into. Um, and then you can have a potential claim, a rightful claim, to the throne for House Lannister. huh? How about that? Are we now we're gonna need two things from you in order for that to happen um you need to first off stop fighting lannister lands are are yours you can keep those you have to acknowledge me as king and then you do have to kill jamie and cersei though (laughs) you've got to execute them you have so many good reasons to do that though honestly so many good reasons uh and you can say you had no idea And that you found out same as I did. And this atrocity, you have purged your house of this vile affront against the gods and men. Of this abomination. Um, Their kids have also got to go, though. Uh, Like, killing them would be great. And, you know, you've done that before. I'm not, not saying with, you know, you've done that before. I get it that they're, like, kind of yours. Like, very much yours, I should say, by the way. <laughs> Excuse me. That was, a little, that was a little too much. I'm sorry. Just send them to Bravos. Oh, How about that? You could just send them away as, like, a mercy to them. Make sure they're out of the picture. Can I, can
0: I still kill Joffrey?
1: Oh, we, yeah. I mean, we would prefer that for sure. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you do those two things, and we're, like, Totally good.
0: How about it? Does that does that work for you? Are we are we good? I mean, yeah, that sounds nice. Honestly,
1: now you you are gonna have to pay House Stark for the crimes that your children have committed against that
0: house. Is that? You know what? That's probably fair. <laughs> That's probably fair. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. So we're we're in agreement then?
0: And you know, I think so. Me as a reasonable person.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, they all spit on their hands and do a big <laughs> three way high five. And then they just destroy House Greyjoy because you can't negotiate with House Greyjoy because all they want to do is just pillage and raid. And so you, right, right, there's right. no negotiating. So you just have to kill them.
0: Yeah, I. OK, here's my problem with this. Um, I agree that problems often seem like they could be very easily solved by just like a conversation and like you can hash out an agreement yeah um i think other people have thought that before and like i don't know where they've thought like they were a really good negotiator um (laughs) and no but (laughs) just like think that they they just think that they 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 like I, i think this has happened often where people just like they think that they grasp all of the different con- concepts, and they think that just if they can sit down and negotiate <laughs> with someone, like no matter what the issue is, they should be able to find common ground and and come up with a solution. I think that's pretty common, and um, you know what? I think we should try it. I, I think that would work for our government. <laughs> oh we're, oh, we're not talking about Westeros anymore. Well, I, I, was just, I was just saying I think it's such a good idea. Oh, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. That we should have someone... Like manning the wall? Like you, like... <laughs> oh, oh. My, my, my point basically is just that I don't think anyone is reasonable in a negotiation. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but Luke, tell me what about that negotiation wouldn't work. So, okay... I think I think you're kind of spot on with Rob and Stannis. Right, Rob doesn't. Yeah, Rob doesn't care about the South. He wants like Ned to be avenged. Right, and like who even cares about the phrase "king"? Like, I don't, this is are they even paying taxes? Right. Like, what's happening? <laughs> this is my point. I don't know. Um, so I think that's spot on. I don't think you would be able to negotiate with Tywin quite the same way.
1: Okay, this is why I think this is why I did it in the order I did it, because if you came to Tywin with Stannis and Rob being like, "Hey, bud," it's like pretty much over for Tywin Lannister. So, so,
0: so I I agree that you would be coming to Stannis from like a position of strength to Tywin from a position and of strength. Would, so sorry, yeah, to Tywin from a position of strength, and it would be very ridiculous for him not to want to make a deal, right? Um. I just kind of still think that he would be hard to make a deal with.
1: Right. Well, that's why I tried to throw him a bone with the, like, we'll marry you into the line because here's the other thing. Think about Tywin's perspective. Stannis has one heir and she's Mm -hmm. sickly. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't have children, it's going to go up. It's going to go a long way up the line because there's no Renly. There's no Rob. There's no Stannis anymore. It's going to go way up there. So, if he gets married to somebody who is the next in line to the throne, aside from Stannis's daughter, he essentially has heirs who are kings. And rightfully kings, too. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what okay. they were trying to do with Cersei. The other thing I'll say is Stannis would easily make that deal. Stannis doesn't lose anything by doing that, right? Because if maybe Stannis produces another heir, right? And then he's fine. Or if he doesn't, like, whatever... Nothing like is ruined from his family's house. Yeah. that's. A, I mean, that's valid.
0: You just have to get Tywin to kill his kids. <laughs> Which I think might be extreme, but... From what, we'd heard, what we've heard of Tywin... He's got to hate them. I don't... They're not. I could see him liking Jamie. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think he definitely... I think he would have a hard time him killing Jamie. Yeah. I think he would kill Cersei and Tyrion in a heartbeat. Yeah, but he he couldn't do that, though. Like, he... Unless...
1: Oh, shit. Unless... Okay. All right, Tywin. New deal. I'll stop sp- telling everyone that it was Jaime and Cersei who did it and made those abominations. And we'll start telling everyone it was Tyrion and Cersei who
0: made those abominations. Ooh, okay, you're that sounds perfect actually for me deal yeah i'm on i'm on board yep problem solved (laughs) see all it took
1: was people getting in a room and talking things out luke just talking things out yep find
0: some common ground you know just come up with a come up with a few hot takes but from from some dumb nerds